Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, as you know, I spent quite a few broadcasts talking about how to divorce, proof your marriage, and the last two broadcasts, I've been talking about the Great Awakening, the third Great Awakening. And I had already briefly recapped about the first Great Awakening and the great men and women of God and the first Great Awakening and and the great um, people who financed the great the first Great Awakening, the American Revolution, and we briefly talked about the second Great Awakening and the culmination of that was the Civil War and how great men and women of God also came out of the Second Great Awakening. And now we are in the Third Great Awakening. And there is something major that's going to happen at the culmination at the end of the Third Great Awakening. And I even gave an idea of what I thought might happen. But I don't know. Um, what's going to happen. But I know this, if there was an American Revolution at the end of the First Great Awakening, if there was a Civil War at the end of the Second Great Awakening, I I suspect it's going to be something on that level or higher um, at the end of the Third Great Awakening. So what should we be doing during this tumultuous time? And I want to spend this this broadcast, talk, I'm going to talk about what I'm doing. And I'm not saying that I'm the role model, but I'm saying that this is something that we need to all consider. And first of all, I need to keep my eyes on Christ Jesus. I am a follower of Christ Jesus. I belong to Christ Jesus. I'm a disciple of Christ Jesus. I believe that Christ Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I also am a believer in the second baptism of the Holy Spirit, where we are empowered to have authority and dominion on this earth. And we have the fruits of the Spirit, the disposition of Christ Jesus, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, and self-control. So I believe that that we need to we need to be on alert and be aware and Recognize that we are disciples of Christ Jesus and we are to make disciples and to draw all men to him, Christ Jesus. For Christ Jesus is the way. Christ Jesus is the truth. Christ Jesus is the life, the light of this world. And also we are given, I believe, in the second baptism that you receive the gifts of the spirit, which is wisdom. Um, knowledge, faith, faith, supernatural faith, right? Prophecy, healing, miracles, tongues, interpretation of tongues. So during this tumultuous time, it's important because we're being bombarded 
by all sorts of thoughts, of all sorts of people's opinion. We're being bombarded emotionally. There's a rise of emotions during this time. There's a rise of love. There's a rise of hate during this time. And we need to be very careful. We need to be very careful about the views that we entertain in our minds and that we need to pray and ask God to make sure that we are not deceived and uh, misled in, in doing something that is not in alignment with God's holy word. This is a tumultuous time, a tumultuous time for people's families, a tumultuous time for people's finances, a tumultuous time. And we need to basically understand that, how can I put it? We need to understand that we have to keep our eyes fixed on what is truth and what is real and what is constant. And we have a lot of things around us swirling around us that is not real, that is not truth, and is definitely not constant. The ebbs and flows of people's, um, ide- their philosophies, their ideologies, their supposedly truth. It's, 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 it's like sinking sand. We just, I just recently came back from a mini family reunion. It was the first one we had after COVID. And we actually lost um, some members of our family, not necessarily to COVID, but to extenuating circumstances with the health issues. And so people that I thought my cousin Nisi, Marion, Marion um, White. I was expecting to see her this family reunion. And we're only just a few years. She was only a few year, years older than me. And, and she's gone. I, I'm so glad that I, I got to see her one more time. And she makes this thing I love so much called fried corn, which her mother made, which I... I called her mother Big Mama. <laughs> she was a real skinny, tiny lady. But when I was a little kid, Big Mama seemed big to me. She was really tall, and she always made me fried corn. And so Nisi can make fried corn just like her mom. So the last time I saw Nisi, she made me fried corn. And unbeknownst to me, she was gone. So this particular... Um, this particular family union was very precious. My mother and my first cousin, um, Ricky or Richard America, he, he, he is my double first cousin because his father and his father and his, and my father, biological father are brothers and his mother and my mother our biological sisters. So Aunt Titi, I call her Rutilia America, and my mother, Esther Williams, were dancing, um, dancing on the beach. That's why I thought of that sinking sand. You know, it's hard to 
to dance on the beach on sand, right? And and I know when I was being trained in cross country, our coach would have us run across the beach, and I didn't realize how how tough that was until I got older, and your muscle mass kind of shifts. Ha! Ah, so anyway, so once again, we need to be aware and keep our eyes on things that are constant, things that are fixed, things that are real truth. And we know that the Word of God, God's Holy Word, is real truth. And if we line our life up with His Holy Word, we will not have to worry about a thing. As I uh, was telling you, everybody, the listeners, in an earlier broadcast, that I will be teaching in about two weeks on how to walk supernatural in your finances. We are going to be able, have to be able to walk in the supernatural in our finances. This is extremely important. And so I just want people to understand that you can't command your, your finances to multiply or speak to your wallet or speak to your bank account if you're not a tither. And what is tithing? Tithing is not giving. Tithing is returning what already belongs to God. So 10% of everything, everything on this planet belongs to God. That's the tithe. And everything that we produce in our finances, the first 10% off the top belongs to God. And, it, and it's got to be done with love because we have to do it recognizing that we would have nothing, absolutely nothing without God. And with that humility and understanding that God is supreme and God owns it all, and that when we give 10%, we're just acknowledging that, it's critical to being able to walk in the supernatural in our finances. You know, soon after God, you know, had told me to do this in Tallahassee, Florida, we had the lines or people were wrapped around several times trying to get gas for their car due to the hacker that blackmailed the company um, by shutting down their pipeline. And so this is the future, guys. You need to understand this. This is just a sneak preview of uh, false shortages caused by people um, doing things that they shouldn't do. And once again, taking technology and instead of using it for good, using it for evil. So a lot of people were scrambling and running and I didn't miss a beat. I wasn't worried. I wasn't concerned. And many people were led by unction of the Holy Spirit to go fill up the gas tank before it even happened. So once again, God says, this is this teaching and you're welcome to join me. Um, I believe I'm going to try to record it if I can. Um, but you're welcome to join me at All Nations Church. Um, that's on Sherrill Road, Tallahassee, Florida, um, right across the street from Fun Station, around the corner from Chuck E. Cheese, and there used to be $2 movie theater, All Nations Church, at 9 a.m. in about two weeks. I will begin my teaching 
on how to walk in the supernatural in your finances. And I'll be talking about tithing and I'll be talking about offerings. But more importantly, tithing and offering is bigger than money. It protects your life. It protects your health. It protects your job. And I never forget, and I'll probably talk about this more, how I have a I have this thing where I pour my life into one individual and wherever I am, I, I select a person and I'll just pour my life into this individual. And I did this with Dr. Michelle Williams. And um, she was dating her husband now, Jeff, and they have a beautiful little girl, Jada. Um, and she's just an awesome woman of God. And she's going to be doing great exploits for the kingdom of God through Williams Learning Solutions, her company. You'll be hearing more about that soon. And But basically, Jeff was working, I think it was HP, Hewlett Packard, and they came in and took him out of that department, and then they went in and laid off everybody in that department, and then they put him back in. Jeff was a tither. So I'm going to be talking about that, and this is going to be, there's a lot of teachings that the Holy Spirit is going to be leading His men and women of God to teach. We just had an awesome teaching by Dr. Um, Dr. Fields, um, uh, and she is also at Florida A&M University. She's the director of our um, Sunshine Manor, which is one of the um, um, programs that we provide for people who are in distress mentally or having a crisis of some type. And she's just an awesome woman of God. And she did a fantastic teaching on Letters to the Church by Francis Chan. And Francis Chan is in San Francisco. And he's an awesome man of God. And God gave him this awesome teacher teaching Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warner, The Spiritual Man by Watchman Nee. There's a lot of great Robert Morris, Pastor Robert Morris, The Blessed Life, Beyond the Blessed Life, which The Blessed Life is going to be the book that I'm going to be primarily be using in this teaching. And there's a, there's a, we have two systems. We have the world system, which everybody's very familiar with. And we have the kingdom of God system. And the kingdom of God system is the antithesis of the world system. And what do you mean by that, Dr. David, antithesis? What I mean is that like this, just a great example. When you have a financial crisis in the world, you hold on tight to your money. You, 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 you slow down your spending and you do all sorts of things like that. But in the kingdom of God, when you have a financial crisis, you give. Now, you give with wisdom, you give by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, but it's the opposite of what you do in the world system, and I have done it. I have given given my way out of many financial crises directed by the Holy Spirit. So there are kingdom of God principles that we need to adhere to and honor and acknowledge and rely on that is going to save us during this third great awakening. 
the third great awakening is a time for us to focus focus on the inner part of us. Now, the outer part of us is very important, too. We need to exercise. We need to eat good, healthy food. We need to not overindulge in sweets, candy, cookies, sodas, and things like that. That's basically what we need to understand that we are in tumultuous times. I want us to be aware that there will be a reckoning, there will be an accounting of even for Christians. A lot of Christians don't realize this, but there is a judgment seat for us, just like there's a judgment seat for non-believers. Now, the, the judgment seat for non-believers is basically you're going to hell, right? And hell is a real place. And the judgment seat for believers is our works on this earth are going to be burned. And if it's wood and stubble, hey, it's going to burn up. And if it's silver and gold, it's going to remain. I remember having a vision of a ruby that I was going to get a big ruby. Um, So there is judgment for both of us, for believers and non-believers. In the case of non-believers, the judgment is hell. The case for believers, the judgment is on our works. We do go to heaven, and heaven is a city. Heaven is is many, I mean, basically earth was supposed to be a replica of, of heaven, the garden, paradise was supposed to be the replication of heaven on earth. And so that means that we have jobs and roles and responsibilities. We have houses and we eat. Matter of fact, there's a banquet that we will be attending to. And this banquet is an ongoing feast with our Savior, Christ Jesus, as our husband. So we'll have a wedding banquet. So we will eat. Thank you. I like eating. So what is this all about? How should you be focused in this third great awakening? And we basically need to understand that we need to be about our Father's business. We need to be walking by the Spirit and not by sight, not by flesh. We need to be following the mandates of the Holy Spirit. The third great awakening. Why is this um, so important? It's important because we are going to have a reckoning. And I want to be on the right side of the leisure. I want to be with the sheep, not the goats. I want to receive a reward. And I, and yes, God is, he believes in a reward for doing good. I want to take my one talent and make it two talents and make it five talents. And I want to walk in the multiplication factor. So 
there is a lot of awesome things that are happening now. There's some good things that are happening now, and there's some bad things that are happening now. And we want to be a part of the good, not the bad. And we want to be about our Father's business. So during this great awakening, this third great awakening, I advise you to, if you don't have a relationship with Christ Jesus, that you do Romans 10, 9. And that is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And guess what? You're now in the kingdom of God. And then you need to find a great church and you need to find and you need to be discipled. Your mind needs to be transformed with the word of God because your spirit is already born again and brand new and righteous. It is the direct replication of Christ Jesus spirit and you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. So that's not going to change. But what we need to work on now is your soul and your body, right? And once you get that going, then you can start flowing in the Spirit. One of the things that God had um, dealt with me about was um, being prepared to invest when He tells me about um, certain things. And He's told me about a few things that I was not prepared to invest in. So I made a shift in my finances. I am a tither, and I do give my offerings, and now I have set aside, just like my tithing, just like my offerings, investment money. And he's already told me about a few things that is going to make money, and this money is going to be used for the kingdom of God. I want to be like, um, Contessa Huntington that financed George Whitfield, right? Um, and the Wesley brothers and Phyllis Whitley, right? She, she actually financed her poetry and the first African American evangelist. She financed him as well. And he went out and ministered to the American Indians. It, it, I want to be in a position to give for the kingdom of God. And that is one of the reasons why I am pursuing wealth. Because God, above all, wants us to prosper and be in good health. And he gave us the Barak, the blessing of the Lord, which makes us rich, enriches us, makes us wealthy, waxes us rich, waxes us wealthy. And Daddy God, you have as no toil, no sorrow, no pain, no no suffering to the Barak, the blessing of the Lord. Abraham, a lot of people say, well, yeah, he was blessed by God, but yes, he was blessed spiritually and physically. Abraham had gold and silver and land and animals, right? I mean, Abraham was very, very wealthy. So God has no problem with wealth. But what he has a problem with is you letting wealth control you. You should, you should control your wealth and you should be using the wealth for the kingdom of God, for helping men and women of, in this world, help them to break out of bondage, help them to have a, the freedom 
the life that God has ordained for them from the beginning of time. So it's been um, very interesting to to be in this time period of the Great Awakening. And as I was sitting there with my first cousins and my second cousins, I was looking at my little bitty third cousins. And I saw them. And I saw, yes, I need a yellow beach house on Pensacola Beach so that my cousins can come with their children and I can minister to their children and help prepare them for the world they're about to receive, help prepare them to prosper and be in good health, help them to go to school if that's their destiny and get a great education. And of course, more importantly, introduce them to my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. So I sit back and I reflect on this great awakening, the third great awakening. And I want to make sure that I maximize this opportunity for the kingdom of God. I have been very blessed and highly favored in many ways. I'm blessed to still have a job and, um, but I need to understand and I, I do understand this that God is my source. And my job is a resource that God has provided to me for the kingdom of God. So, all I can say is this. There are some major things coming down the pike. You need to start filling your, your mind up with the wisdom of God. I ask for that every day. I ask God for His wisdom, His insight, His understanding, His knowledge, the Spirit of the Lord, and the quick understanding, and the fear of the Lord, and the Spirit of might, and the Spirit of counsel, and the discernment of spirits. And I'm telling you, if you ask for it, He will give it to you. And it's amazing how I have been able to not only survive, but thrive during this tumultuous time. I just want to say that this is the third awakening and you need to get into the word of God, get be continue to be disciple by godly men and women and also more importantly to be discipled by the Holy Spirit. Walk Spirit, be a spirit-led life. Um, I just want to say to each and every one of you that God has a plan for each and every one of you, that He has a good plan, and that He loves you, loves you, loves you, loves you so very much, and that He created you to be loved. He He created you because He loved you. And He created you to be so that He could love on you. And as you are lavished with this love of God, you will, this love will spill over to your spouse and to your children and to your 
family members and to your extended family members and to your friends and to your job and into your community and into the world. Love, love, love. Spiritual believers and listeners, thank you for joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Dr. Edith Davis. To be overcome by your presence.